The podcast this week is brought to you by the 11th annual Door County Half Marathon and Nicolay Bay 5K. The races start at 10 a.m. Saturday, May 2nd, 2018. For more information, visit doorcountyhalfmarathon.com. And welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast, where each week we'll talk with the writers and editors of the Peninsula Pulse about the stories you'll find in this week's issue. I'm Andrew Clyden, and this week I'm joined by Jackson Parr, assistant news editor for the Peninsula Pulse. Jackson, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Andrew. Thanks for uh, bringing me on. Yeah, thanks for coming in and chatting with me. We got a lot of great stories to go over, and there's a bunch of events happening this weekend, too. I think we can start it off with uh, Dale Watson is going to be performing at the Door County Brewing Company Taproom and Music Hall. Yeah, Dale is uh, he is one of the, the kings of, of honky-tonk, and he's kind of got that persona, that Americana look. Um, he was at the Door County or Door Community Auditorium last year, and I know... Uh, that show was pretty rocking, so it's it's good for the Door County Brewing Company to really bring him back, bring in a, a new sound to the to the music scene in Door County. Mm-hmm. I know that the brewing company is really trying to push the new location as a as a music hall, and Dale Watson I think is the first show that they've brought in that they're actually selling tickets for, so really bringing some some great legitimacy to that that new location and and bringing people in for yeah it'll for something it'll be a cool show compared to the the Door Community Auditorium show because I know the the DCA really. Um, runs more of a performance venue, whereas the brewing company, I mean, I, I think their their mantra is good beer makes you want to dance. So it'll be a, um, a good time over there on in Bailey's Harbor. Yeah, so Dale's going to be at the brewing company on May 6th. Um, if tickets are still available, you can find them at doorcountytickets.com. Moving right along, Celebrate Water is kicking off their year-long initiative with the Celebrate Water Door County Day. This is going to be on May 5th. And Celebrate Water... Uh, we've talked about it before. It's a it's a year long initiative to celebrate Door County's water, to educate people on the threats to the Great Lakes specifically, and there's this whole year long initiative that we're getting into with events and stuff throughout the county. Yeah, there's definitely uh, an angle towards kind of the conservation aspect. I mean, water plays a huge role not only in the tourism economy, but you got shipbuilding down in Sturgeon Bay. Um, but I think the focus is definitely to bring people together to celebrate this resource that plays such an important role, uh, kind of create a, a healthy space in which to debate potentially opposing ideas and, and come together over a, a shared unity in celebration of this natural resource that we're so abundant in up here in Door County. Right. So the event this week is going to have uh, live music by Kathy Greer and the New Day Singers. Uh, there's a meet and greet with the birds from the Open Door Bird Sanctuary. There's free pizza, popcorn, lemonade. Uh, Joel Kitchens and Brett Bacoy are going to be there talking about the uh, Door County Community Foundation uh, and the, the Celebrate Water stuff. It's, it's going to be cool. And this is just the first of a bunch of events that are happening all year long, all over the county, like you said, bringing people together and, and, and celebrating. Moving into next week, uh, Lyft, the ride-sharing service, is hosting an informational seminar at Husby's on May 10th. It's going to be free chili there. And uh, Now, last year, you did an article about Uber and, and the sort of ride-sharing landscape in Door County. Can you talk a little bit about where we are right now? Yeah, so last year I wrote a piece about uh, a few that had, that had sought to bring Uber or make Uber a little bit more popular in Door County. Uh, and it seems like one of the biggest challenges is getting that that tipping point of drivers in which the ridership can reasonably rely that they're rely on the fact that they're going to get a ride. So, you know, if you have one driver in the community, 
it's actually happened at the restaurant that I work at. Someone will get dropped off by that driver, hang out for two, three hours, and by the time they're ready to go, they turn the app on and, and that, that driver's not around anymore. So it's gonna t- it does take a, a certain number of drivers in a community to, to make those ri- the ridership feel like they can rely on that as a service. Um, and it seems like the, the effort moving forward, uh, not only in being an effort to provide safe rides home, but also a, a successful effort would definitely try to coordinate the drivers up here to focus on those weekends in which the, that shared ride service would really be most successful. So you've got your festival weekends, uh, any kind of big concert or events, right? And it, it's got to be a it's got to be a shared effort because you know Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday evening there's not going to be a lot of riders. So there there needs to be that that. Uh, it's a balancing act almost of how many people do we have who are looking for rides and how many drivers do we have to meet that need. Um, it's the same reason why you don't have delivery up here. It's just it's economically not sustainable unless, like you said, we're coordinating around these big event weekends. Yeah, so I think uh, this effort to really bring someone from Lyft to come up, walk potential drivers through the process, and get everybody that's interested in the same room to perhaps talk a little bit about how to best roll this out to be most effective. I think I think it'll be a, a successful way leading into the big summer. Also this weekend, brought to you by the Sturgeon Bay Rotary Club, is the Bay Shipbuilding Company Shipyard Tours. All the proceeds go to benefit the Door County Rotary Youth Interact, which is an international service organization for teenagers ages 14 to 18 and other Door County projects. Also, with your ticket to the shipyard tour, you get a free tour of the John Purves tugboat. So it's kind of an all-encompassing maritime tour. Have you had a chance to go on a tour before? You know, I've been to a few of the christenings at Bay Ship, and they're they're pretty incredible to stand. I mean, it's one thing to stand on the steel bridge and look over to Bay Ship, and you see those those massive tankers over there, uh, and then it's another to be dwarfed in their shadow. So. Shipbuilding being such a major part of industry in Door County and particularly Sturgeon Bay, a huge part of their history as well. Uh, I think these shipyard tours really allow the community to go in and understand a little bit more about really what makes Sturgeon Bay Sturgeon Bay. Mm-hmm. Well, and the Bay Shipbuilding is, if not one of, it's the largest employer up here. So to, to check that place out and for them to open their doors in to see how, how things go is really cool. Um, I know that I went down to... Uh, photograph the big ships as they were coming in and out. And like you said, I mean, when they're out there in the bay, it's one thing, but when you're right up next to it, it's a whole different experience. These things are, they're massive. Yeah, your perspective changes pretty quick. Right. Those are some of the events that are coming up this weekend. Let's take a a step back and look at some of the news that's going to be in this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse. So Tuesday night, the, uh, there was a meeting about the Potawatomi Park Tower. And you actually went to this meeting. What went down? Yeah, so it it sounds like the Potawatomi State Park Tower uh, is on its last legs here. They closed it down uh, last month and brought in the same wood expert from the U.S. Forest Service, Bob Ross. He did the same tests he did on Eagle Tower. Tests came out just about identical. It was funny hearing him talk. I don't know if I've ever met someone as excited about data and tests on old wood but uh, Bob Ross is your guy, apparently. And it seems like the Potawatomi State Park, State Park Tower is really meeting the same fate as Eagle Tower. Uh, there was a lot of questions from residents about 
the possibility to repair or reinforce or replace just parts of the tower. Uh, the DNR wasn't super amenable to to those options, just seeing the results from the from the decay in the wood. Yeah, with Eagle Tower, there was this immediate reaction and this kind of grassroots effort to either save the tower or to rebuild it. How'd that situation play out with Potawatomi? Yeah, so there were there were murmurs of of fundraising efforts being launched. The Friends of Potawatomi State Park were there. Representatives from the newly formed Sturgeon Bay Historical Society were there. Uh, and there was there was kind of this general consensus that they want to do something, but it definitely fell short of a a commitment from a single organization to spearhead the fundraising effort. So Representative Joel Kitchens talked a little bit about the potential for state matching grants, uh, should there be a kind of grassroots fundraising campaign. Uh, he also talked about other potential scenic viewing infrastructure at the park. But as of now, I, I would say that the, the tower sounds like it's it's coming down. And as of now, there's no real plan to get a new tower up, up at the park. Gotcha. So things are still up in the air. True. Yes. We got one more story here before we move into our interview with Miles. Uh, the Jacksonport Campground, there's been deliberation on this for a couple of weeks now. Uh, they finally come to a decision. Can you tell us what that was? So the uh, campground got the green light on a 3-2 vote um, from the county board of adjustment that really is the final say. It's really the last standing ground before potential litigation over these types of projects. And uh, over the course of three meetings, uh, about 10 hours of testimony from local residents. I think the meetings themselves went 13 hours total, uh, which our, our news guy, Jim Lundstrom, was more than happy to hang out for for those hours. Um, but the, going back a little bit, the town board, the Jacksonport town board, had unanimously approved uh, the campground, citing a, a need for modest growth in the community. And it's it's really that battle between those who revere Jacksonport as being kind of the quiet side uh, versus people that do want to see a little bit more action. I think Randy Halstead, the town chair, Jacksonport town chair, had said, I know Jacksonport's the quiet side, but it doesn't have to be this quiet, which I think sums up a lot of a lot of feeling there. Right. Um, well, and it, it's great because, I mean, there there always needs to be this forward movement with, with anything. But it it's cool to see, especially with, with cases like this, that this stuff does get deliberated on for a long time. I mean, we, we really do make these decisions very carefully. Um, and it's cool to see that progress is something that's talked about. Yeah, I mean, the case was definitely vetted its fair share. Uh, I don't know if any stone was left unturned. The one big concern I think that came up is the uh, traffic problems on Highway 57 with RVs turning into and out of uh, the campground just south of the, the main town corridor. But as of now, uh, pending any any litigation, uh, that campground has got the green light. Cool. Well, Jackson, we're going to get into our interview with Miles about the Door County Half Marathon and Nicolay Bay 5K. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and chatting Thanks. about the uh, the weekend's news. Thanks for having me, Andrew. Cool. Thanks, Jackson. Hey, we're on location at Peninsula State Park where the Door County Half Marathon and Nicolay Bay 5K will be underway in less than 24 hours. Joined by Miles Danhausen, who's been getting things ready up here. How's it going, Miles? It's going great. It's a great day to be in the park. Every day is a great day to be in the park. Good. So this is the 11th annual Door County Half Marathon. Can you tell us a little bit about the marathon's history and its inception? Yeah, sure. The uh, 
the Door County Half Marathon was kind of founded over the breakfast table at Al Johnson's restaurant uh, 11, 12 years ago. David Elliott, Lars Johnson, and a few other folks getting together talking about Peninsula State Park being just a, a beautiful venue for a race. And they just kind of tossed out some ideas and worked on it for about a year before they launched it and got the right people together, brought in Brian Fitzgerald, Mary Knutson, a lot of great local businesses to sponsor it and, and have faith that they could kick off this this event. And now it's become just an annual tradition. Now, beginning of May, traditionally not a, uh, a happening time up here in Door County. How has the marathon kind of changed the tourism landscape up here over the last couple of years? Well, I've had hotels up here who told me that the year before the half marathon first took place, they had one or two rooms full on this weekend. And now they have, they're either completely booked or maybe one or two left. So you're talking motels filling 40 rooms where they never filled any. So it's really added an entire summer style weekend to Northern Door County and even in, even having an impact as far as Sturgeon Bay. So you, you bring in tons of runners up here. Restaurants are opening a week or two earlier in the season. Hotels are opening their doors earlier. Coffee shops are opening their doors earlier. And it's really become something that when I go around and talk to my friends in the community, the locals get really excited about it because they are desperate to see a lot of faces again. Now, we have a huge amount of runners coming up this year for both events. Do you have the, the number of runners that are coming up? Yeah, we've got 2,600 runners signed up for the two races, about 1,800 in the half marathon and about 800 in Nicolet Bay 5K, uh, which is great considering that this winter has just been so harsh on training for a lot of people that so many people just still do their training throughout the winter and are making the trip up here. So we got 2,600 coming up. Now that's just the runners. You, you take into consideration the majority of them are bringing up uh, spouses or loved ones or kids. We're going to have a ton of people up here this weekend. Yeah, there's, you're talking at least one person for every runner, oftentimes two or three. So we estimate there's probably about 5,000 people congregated at Nicolet Bay for the race to see the start and finish and, and try and catch some people out at the viewpoints. We have to shuttle most of these people in. There's not nearly enough parking spaces down at Nicolet Bay for everybody to drive into the park. So we run a free shuttle service for spectators and for the runners. It stops at a bunch of the sponsor hotels. We have park and ride locations at Gibraltar High School and also at Stella Maris Catholic Church in Sister Bay. Um, that's been grace and gracious enough to to let us use their parking lots. And yeah, just it's, it's a ton of people, a huge economic impact for Northern Door County. Now, for those who uh, don't know, can you tell us a little bit about the course, the location, and maybe a, a, a breakdown of how the event is gonna go from the beginning of the event to the end? Yeah, we get into the park tomorrow morning, um, roughly 6 a.m., most of our crew is down there, some of us even earlier, setting up the concourse, getting things ready at the starting line. The first race, the half marathon kicks off at 10 a.m. The 5K starts at 10.15 a.m. So the roads will be closed in Peninsula State Park to uh, to visitors from about 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. unless you're coming there specifically for the race. Um, and then we break it all down as quick as we can to get those roads back open for park goers because it's a great time to be in the park right now. Everything's coming to life. Um, afterwards, we have a post-race party at Husby's Food and Spirits up in Sister Bay going from 1 to 4 p.m. And even down at the concourse, we have beer from Door County Brewing Company. We have Tapua Kombucha. We got McAvoy's Culinaria cooking up food down there. Uh, live music down there in the afternoon. It's, a, it's an awesome time to be in the park. And it's an awesome way to introduce so many people to Door County. We, we do surveys, and about 10% of our runners have never even been to Door County before. And 
you couldn't ask for a better way to introduce them than to have them run 13 miles on a beautiful course with 200 local volunteers cheering them on and greeting them with smiles on their faces and congratulating them on the finish line. Uh, Every one of those runners converts into a lifelong fan of Door County and a visitor of Door County. That's great. Now we have two races going on tomorrow. What time do those races commence? The Door County Half Marathon starts at 10 a.m. The Nicolay Bay 5K starts at 10.15 a.m. And about what time can we hope to see people crossing the finish line? The fastest guy is going to probably finish in the 110 to 115, hour and 15 minutes. Um, And then there's people kind of crossing that finish line from there. Probably the next 45 minutes is the biggest biggest chunk. So uh, about 11.15 to 11.45 noon is when the biggest rush of runners start coming in. Now, you, you handle a lot of the registration stuff for both races. Um, we were talking earlier, you said that you had a couple stories this year that you thought were particularly compelling. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a big reminder. You can get lost in the weeds when you're or- organizing an event and just trying to check all the things off your list that you need to get done. And then you, you get these emails that trickle in from people who have just like a, a personal challenge or something to overcome. And this year is no different. We have... Uh, a woman running who is running her first race after battling cancer. Uh, there's another one who is, uh, has run the race every single year, and he's one of less than 10 people who have run it all 10 years. And he got in a car accident in December, compressed his spine, broke his neck, can't run, but he just emailed a couple weeks ago and said, I still want to do this race. I want to keep my streak alive. It's important to me. Is there any way I can get an early start? And I was like, of course you can. <laughs> you can get an early start, and he's going to walk the walk the course uh, starting at 830, and he just, just because he wants to keep that streak alive. And just the other day, another woman I talked to had slipped while training in this brutal winter, slipped on some black ice, dislocated her ankle, stood up, took one step, fell, and broke her leg. So she can't run the half marathon, but she's been working her tail off, and now she's going to come and she's going to run the 5K, and this is going to be her first run. She just got cleared to do it by her physical therapist last week. So it's it's just such a cool event to be a part of that people care about it enough to go through those great lengths to be part of it that it helps you when you're when you're stuck out here like this morning working in the rain and, and working in the mud puddles out in the park. You're like, yeah, this is nothing compared to what some of these people are doing. Well, great. You're going to be there tomorrow. I know I'm going to be there tomorrow taking some video. I can't wait to see all the runners who show up and uh, hope everything goes well. Yeah, it should be an exciting time. And if you can't make it down to the park, join us at uh, Husby's or Stabber or out out in the community afterwards. The county's going to come to life this weekend, so it's a a great weekend. All right, I'm going to let you get back to work. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Thank you, Andrew. These stories and more will be available in this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse, available throughout Door County. For more headlines, visit doorcountypulse.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.